When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's a corner three here on a Wednesday morning. Scott Christofferson, what's up, man? Uh, this is a big episode. This is a big episode of the Corner Three Podcast. David, you've been talking about for a long time. I've been telling you for six months I was going to get Eddie Lampkin on this podcast. <laughs> and today, TCU Center Eddie Lampkin joins us on the Corner Three Podcast. Uh, and it was, uh, it was a really good interview. Uh, I do need to mention real quick, of course, the Corner 3 podcast is brought to you by our friends at Mechdyne. Uh, we appreciate everything that they do for us here at Cyclone Fanatic. But uh, no, Eddie was really uh, gracious to give us a little bit of his time. He had to go to practice, so we didn't get too much time. But uh, man, as you can imagine, Jamie Dixon got him out there working hard uh, right now down in Fort Worth. It sounds like he's way more chill of a guy than what I, uh, I guess I imagined he would be. Uh, but he, he, you know, maybe the mob boss, uh, like visual that he gives off isn't accurate, Scott, maybe Scott, Jamie Dixon is actually a really pretty chill guy. Could be, you know, I think, uh, it's probably different for him too. When you are, if you're being interviewed by somebody that's interviewing you all the time, you can be a little bit more, uh, open where, you know, a couple of dorks like us from Iowa that he doesn't know, you know, like how, how much do you want to give us? But no, he was cool. And you know, I, I thought I uh, had some pretty entertaining answers. Yeah, for sure. And it just is, uh, I think you and me too are growing as, uh, as far as how to cover the big 12. We've been Iowa state guys for so long and now we, and we have all the connection with them. Now we're figuring out how, how do we connect with 20 year olds from Texas? That's the question for you and me, uh, over the next couple months. Well, how do we- it's, I'm like 86 in my, in, in, inside. So it's, it's more difficult for me. I think you're much more in touch with, uh, with them. I think. 
Yeah, Eddie said his favorite rapper is Lil Baby. What do you know about Lil Baby? <laughs> I was gonna. I, I was like, yeah, no, Ed, sure. I don't ask me one thing about this guy or the a song because I do not have a clue. It's funny because I think what how many of these we have we done now? I think this is the fifth one. He's the first one who said his favorite music art or music genre was rap. And right away when he said it, I was like, oh shit, Scott's not gonna have any idea what he's talking about. <laughs> no follow-up question from me on that. Oh man, I love it. But uh no, we're gonna keep trying to do these here uh with the Big 12 over the next couple uh couple weeks and see if we can get some more of these guys on here. I just I think that it's cool to celebrate the big 12 a little bit and get some fun guys from around the league. Some of our favorite players, the guys that we've talked about every week for, for however long, like I I'm excited to do that and just keep trying to get some more of these guys. Hopefully we can get, I think, uh, you know, like if I was going to make a Mount Rushmore of potential corner three guests, obviously Eddie would have been one of the first ones uh, that I put on the list, but I think Scott drew is another one of those guys. If we could somehow get Scott drew on the cyclone fanatic podcast, I would be, I might, I don't know. I might cry. If, I think you could probably honest. put Bruce Weber up there too. Oh yeah. Bruce Weber would be another one. If we could get him, uh, Bruce, I don't know how much he's got going on now. So I would think he would have time to do a podcast with us, but yeah, he's I, probably on a beach out in California or Florida or somewhere enjoying retirement. Right. I know that's what I would be doing after however many years of trying to recruit against Bill self, uh, and trying to live up to Bill Self's expectations. Uh, I know I'd be planted on a on a beach in California, but all right, man. We'll uh, we'll toss this thing off to Eddie, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again here on the other side of a break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back into the Corner 3 podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. And we're really excited about this this guest that we've got here on today's episode. It's TCU Center, Eddie Lampkin. Eddie, you're like a cult hero on our podcast. We love your game. We love the energy you bring to the game, how much fun it looks like you have playing the sport of basketball. And and we really appreciate you coming on here and taking some time to talk with us today. Yeah, appreciate y'all for having me. So uh, what's what's the energy been like around TCU basketball here during this offseason? Obviously, you know, season didn't quite end exactly how you guys hoped it would, but 
uh, a lot of excitement with all the guys coming back. What's it What's it been like here these last couple months uh, with as far as the program's been? Oh, actually, it's been pretty good. We've been going hard every day, so I feel like that's big for us. We was coming slow last summer at the beginning, but then we feel like like this summer we were looking real good. And then we got like we added uh, Rondell from Oklahoma State, and he's playing really good. So I feel like. I feel like we got about the same team as last year and added a couple pieces. What, uh, as far as like a ceiling or goals that you guys have kind of talked about, you want to work towards this offseason as a team? I, I think there's a lot of energy, more expectations behind the TCU program than normal. I guess from your perspective, like what, what are you thinking about for next year, both personally, but also as a team? Like, what are you guys hoping to accomplish? Uh, going to Houston next year. So it's Final Four. That's kind of where you guys are at. Yeah, okay. Sure. What about within the Big Twelve? You guys, I would assume probably got a Big Twelve title in, yeah, in, in your, that. yeah, we need a Big Twelve title. Got a <laughs> more history this year. Okay, I love it. I know you were. Uh, I, I read in the stories when, especially Mike Miles announced he was coming back, that you were working hard to to recruit him and convince him to come back. What was your pitch to him? What were you What were you telling him? What was uh What was the recruiting pitch? Uh, really. It really wasn't nothing. Me and him always know. I told him, like, if you want to go to the draft, go do you. I'm, I'm going to support you always. You come back, you know what we got to do. We're going to do what we've been doing, trying to get to March, to the Final Four. We got to March Madness. Now it's time to get to the big chips. And I know you said you guys have been practicing really hard. What What is Jamie Dixon like? Like, what's he like as a coach? What are his practices like? Uh, is he intense? Is he laid back? What, what What's it like from your perspective? Uh, I'm going to be honest. Right now, it's chill. Okay. It ain't, we ain't really getting the game, game day, Jamie this, but it's cool. Like, he going to tell you the truth. He ain't going to – if if he got some on his chest, he going to let it be known. But, no, uh, he be chilling. Right now, he been chilling. My freshman year, I don't know. But now he been chilling. We been doing a little good. He been chilling, doing a little better. What uh? What do you think of the big Jamie Dixon sign that they have in the student section? Do they still have that down there where the they hold it up with the arms? How do we yeah, get an do. Eddie Lampkin one of those? Uh, I know I need one of them. I get a lot, I get everything else. I ain't got that big of a sign. I love it. I love it. What uh? What are your goals? Like, what do you want to add to your game here during this off season? What's kind of your focus of things that you're trying to to get better at? Oh, uh, really? It's just been my outside shooting, really. My shooting, just working on my footwork and then getting better on my left hand. And then I've just been working on getting faster to be able to switch on uh, ball screens. What made you fall in love with basketball? How, like, like I said before, like it looks like you bring so much excitement to the game. How did you, how did you fall in love with playing the game? Uh, really was crazy. I like football way more than basketball. And it's like, I don't know. For me, it ain't even just a sport because if I was playing football, it'd be the same thing. We're playing tic-tac-toe. I'd be trying to beat you as bad as I could. So it's just natural. Who do you who do you kind of look up to as a player? Who do you try to model your game after? Uh, who I say? Uh, I say for like playing wise, I'm like the Marcus Cousins, something like that. But like energy wise, I'm like Colin Sexton. Man, that's a that's a tough combination right there. Those two guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough kind of player to guard, man. Uh, that mm -hmm. that's awesome. Uh, I I saw you were 
you were courtside at the Mavs game. I think you were out there one day practicing with the football team, throwing the football around. What's it, what's it been like just uh, kind of being the big man on campus now? Seems like uh, everybody wants a piece of Eddie, including us, man. All these guys all the way up in Iowa even want yeah. piece of Eddie Lampkin, mm-hmm. man. What's it been like? Uh, it's been fun, been cause I like football, so like that was fun. I went to the game, the Mavs game, that was fun. I seen uh, I seen Jared Butler. Jared Butler remember me, and then I seen a couple players that I knew on the who was, the Jazz. I forgot who played on the Jazz. A young person I knew. I grew up with him, and so it was fun. That was fun, and then yeah, we did. I did something with the baseball team, and our team went, and then we liked it. So. Really being around Kevin feels good, but like right now it ain't nothing. Yeah, we ain't y'all ain't missing you nothing. <laughs> it's dead. It's quiet. so if you're if you're getting out on the football field, what what position are you playing? What's describe your game on the football field? Uh, tight end. I play tight end, and I catch you off guard. My those quick people feet. I catch like I catch people off guard, and I can I can break a couple tackles for sure. And then on defense, I'm gonna go DN. You can't beat me off the line. <laughs> Did you have any games from this past season that really stick out to you as maybe being your favorite one? Was there maybe an atmosphere you guys were part of that that was especially cool? Uh, was crazy. My one of my favorite games I never told nobody, but the Austin Peavy game because I feel like I think that was the first time I had a double double and like. I just feel like, dang, I'm in college basketball for real. It was like one of our first couple games, and I did good. And Who in the Big 12? Oh, go ahead. Atmosphere. The Kansas atmosphere was crazy. But to me, what's crazy, everybody be like, nah, but I feel like Texas, they surprised us. Like, they, they atmosphere was crazy at their house. I don't know what they did, but it was crazy. They were amped up to, to have to beat you guys. You guys have been beating their ass too much uh, the last few years, man. They had to they had to make <laughs> sure to bring the heat. But, uh, no, what, what's the most difficult road venue to play in in the Big 12, you think? Mm. Tech. I'll say Tech, probably. Yeah. They, Who do they you really... look forward to playing the most in the Big 12? Who, like, yeah. what matchup did you like the best last year? Uh, I like the McCormick matchup. Uh, who I like plays really McCormick because he they was just saying he was the best one at least. So I want to play him every game. That's awesome. What? Who, who was the most difficult player in the league to guard? You think was it David McCormick? Nah, Bryson Williams. Oh yeah, from Tech. Yeah, he killed me. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna tell somebody <laughs> when they gonna kill. He killed me. I just I was trying to stop him. He just get shooting it, hooks with left right. I was crazy. He was tough, man, because he could get you. He could score from every level, basically in the post yeah. there, man. And and if you I let think him he's be drafted, I yeah, think he's, gonna be drafted. he's gonna play basketball for a real long time, even if he doesn't get drafted. He's a, yeah. a really good. He could player. go overseas and make some money, like if he wanted to. Right. Without a doubt. What's it like for you, man, seeing, you know, kind of across college basketball? I think I was reading a story last week on The Athletic. They were talking about Hunter Dickinson and, uh, you know, like, uh, man, what's the kid out at uh, at, at Gonzaga, the other big guy from from Gonzaga? Oh, Drew Timmy? Yeah, Drew Timmy. They were talking about those guys and how it's uh, – college basketball is a big man's game now. What's – is that fun for you, you think, where it's like – there's going to be all these guys that stick around and play three, four years because maybe the NBA position for them isn't in demand, you know, and it's like, you're going to see more and more big guys just 
stick around. Like, are you kind of trying to feed into that too and just be one of those dominant big men in college basketball? Uh, what's crazy, I say yes, because, like, say, like, people like Hunter, like, I know Hunter, like, personally, like, people like him, Drew, people, like, I didn't play it against, and, you know, like, people like them, they actually go to the NBA, maybe get drafted the first round, but, like, didn't play with them in high school and knowing they can still stay in college and playing them without, like, playing people that just want it done. So I like it, actually, so it make it more fun, and then I'm playing people that was, like, in my class. What about matching up with Iowa State? Last year, you guys played them twice. You kind of dot. You guys took it to them up in Ames, and then they were able to get a, a really tough one. What was that like? What, what what made playing against them hard? And then what allowed you guys to have success up in Ames? In your opinion? Oh, actually, the first game there, I think I just set the tone. I think I scored like the first two buckets, and just and then after that, everybody was just going. DB was just getting steals. And then the one in, I don't even know, I was killing though. The one here, like I was killing. I, <laughs> like, that's one of the games I still be looking for the film on it and they didn't even post it. I was like, dang, I ain't, I got no highlights off that game. But I was killing, so I was like, dang. And then I was I was just mad that we lost. I was like, I killed. Imagine if I could, we could have won that game and I killed. All right, uh, I've got two more for you, and then we'll let you go and uh, and get ready for practice. First thing, what's your favorite genre of music, and what's and who's your favorite musical artist? Ooh, it gotta be rap, hip hop. I listen to a lot of people right now. I'll say Lil Baby. Okay. Just because, yeah, he the goat, so he always be first on the list. Do you listen to the new Drake album? What'd you think no, of that? No, like Drake. Drake trash. <laughs> I, I've heard that the album was trash too. So uh, I don't yeah, think. I ain't seen nobody post it. Like they be posting all the other ones. Right. Well, I saw somebody tweet out that when LeBron even didn't even do a, a video of posting the video, you got to know that there's something going on at that point. So that, sure. yeah. He made everybody <laughs> music that he like talked to. Right. Uh, all right. Last one. Who's your favorite basketball player of all time? LeBron. Hell yeah. Yeah, LeBron. I love it. What what is it about LeBron's game that, that draws you to him? Uh really everything. Like what he do in the community, what he do in Ohio, just just different stuff. Like he just don't just play basketball. Even when he hurt, he coaching. You would like you would think he's still playing. So yeah, I like LeBron. Then like we're growing up, I was considering Michael Jordan like twenty three. I used to think Michael Jordan was LeBron. So when I was growing up, I used to just say LeBron was him. And then I just always liked him. I love it. All right, Eddie, we know you got to get ready for practice. We appreciate yep, you appreciate taking, taking the time to to do this. And uh, we look forward to watching you this winter, man, and following Thank you, you and, and, uh, and keeping up with you. Thank you. Yeah.